faster than a bolt of lightning! More powerful than a Jedi Master! Able to leap tall stacks of comics in a single bound! Look! Up on the web! It's a show! It's a podcast! It's In The Comics! We'll bring you anything and everything a comics fan could want. Because we're in the mix! And now, in this exciting issue... Fall starts now. Welcome to In The Comics, the podcast in the mix of everything comics. I'm Russell Johnson. Here with me, as always, Mr. David Cottingham. That's me. <laughs> this is issue 102 of the podcast. And each week, Dave and I will give our picks of the week, talk a little news, answer some questions, and give our best bets for what's hitting shops next week. You can follow the show by visiting inthecomics.com. There you can find links to listen and subscribe to the show, as well as all the links to follow us on the social media pages where you can, we keep you updated about everything comics. Uh, did it, you want to read this one? Sure. All right, let's uh, go for it. This, this issue of In the Comics is brought to you by SuperheroStuff.com, the site with the widest possible selection of superhero merchandise. And now through September, get 14% off your order when you use promo code 2114. That's spelled out 21 and the number 14 at checkout. Get 14% off there only at SuperheroStuff.com. In the Comics is part of the 21 Network, which is a collection of podcasts for the fan in all of us. Visit 21 Network for this podcast and all of our great shows, including Inside the Force, 21 Podcast, Star Wars TCG, The Cool Times Show, and After Gotham. Formerly right, t- the Gotham After Show. Right. I'll, I'll bring that up here in a second. I forgot about yeah. that on the notes here. I used to follow all the shows on Twitter at 21 Network and follow Dave at dcottingham21 and follow me at director421. Um, also, be sure to check out Dave and I's latest uh, video review show in the comics, Dead Edition. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you can't see Dave doing his Dead Edition face. Where we review the show that's going on right now, Fear the Walking Dead, and coming soon, The Walking Dead. You can get that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 21 network. Um, as David mentioned, Gotham, Gotham after show is now called after Gotham. You can follow them at aftergotham.com um, and type that in. Cause I went and looked at that tonight. So it's the same site, but different address because tell us why Dave, because Chad I kind of found a second hand, but I was getting ready to say, you know, Gotham after show. So, yeah, Tell it was us why we changed. Well, it was weird because uh, all of last season, you know, when we researched names for the show, we were thinking, well, we'll just call it the Gotham After Show because not really thinking that it was going to be available, but everything was available the Twitter, the Facebook, uh, the website, and everything. So we're like, yeah, let's go with that. But as we started, about Two, two or three shows in, we realized that people were, some people were commenting on things that we were doing and it was that we weren't doing. So we realized that there were two YouTube channels that are streaming after show channels. Buzz TV, if you've heard of it, it was started by, uh, it's actually found, co founded by Maria Menunos from, uh, oh, okay. Um, what is she on? She's not on E. She's on like, she was e Entertain- um, Entertainment Tonight or something like that, or one of those. Yeah, something like that. Um, was entertainment show. Everybody knows who Maria Munoz is. She's mm-hmm. the hot ass chick. Um, 
but anyway, she started she started this after Buzz TV, which is a YouTube channel. All they have is after shows of every freaking show you can possibly imagine. Well, they have a Gotham after show. And then there's another one on stream.streamtv.tv or something like that, which is a YouTube channel, and they have all after shows. So they call their stuff Gotham after show. So there was two already out there. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of obviously competing as them, which had big followings. Um, I feel like we got a pretty good handle on stuff. Uh, good, pretty good show just for fans, you know, um, people that weren't getting that to get paid to do it. So, uh, so really about four episodes in, we were like, dang, man, we should have probably changed our name. So this summer we kind of talked about it and we named our episodes after the name of the episode of Gotham. So after right. pilot, after Scarecrow, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, then we just kind of sat around and said, you know what? We should just call it after Gotham and everything was available there. So we just kind of made the switch. So, you know, if you're following us, Gotham after show, you're automatically following us. And the Facebook page is still the same. Just the name has changed. The only difference is the only difference is the RSS feed, which the podcast is going to live. Now the podcast obviously isn't an individual podcast; it's just the audio from the video. So, if you were subscribed to us on the Gotham After Show, you 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 have I'm going to keep it live probably through October for you to be able to switch. You should be able to switch automatically if you're if it's if it's on iTunes because they 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 they've already done the update. So if you're if you're getting it, you're getting it. You don't have to really do anything. But if you don't, and all of a sudden you don't find that you're getting updated, you're, you're going to probably have to resubscribe. So. There's a little risk there about losing possibles, but we really want to push everybody to the video in a way. You want to go mm-hmm. watch. Right. Got a brand new set. It's the brand same furniture, mm-hmm. but brand new set. We got some people working on the crew actually now behind the scenes. We're going to be live, hopefully. We ran into some problems the first episode, but tomorrow, hopefully right after the show, we're going to be doing a live 30-minute uh, show after Gotham. So mm-hmm. that's the change. Yep. And, and I will I, and I will say this real quick, just for twenty one network news uh per se, but there there will be one more change coming to the Star Wars T C G podcast that um that we'll be announcing here probably next week or two. All right. Well, uh yeah, I can attest to you should be streaming tomorrow live because I kinda helped work on that a little bit to yes straightened out so um, i got some questions for so, you tomorrow though but yeah okay uh yeah but guess they're they're a little it's new kind of to all of us for the streaming thing but i think once it's all kind of worked out it'll be cool um you can do some cool things with uh the the what we got behind the scenes now so it should be all right oh um, also real quick too just to talk about streaming uh i'm really digging periscope uh mm-hmm which for those of you who don't know, it's a it's the Twitter live stream basically through Twitter, I guess almost. Twitter owns them. Um, but we had questions. I had questions on how to utilize that. Well, we used it today when we went and played a, a Star Wars the card game tournament. Me, Corey, and Casey kind of peris- periscoped on the way there, some of our games on the way back. You actually tuned in, I think, for a little bit mm-hmm. of it. I heard Casey say that I was on there, and then Dave and Corey both talked to me while they're playing the game, so yeah. I was watching. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like ama- Periscope. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, you have some guys on there watching, and so what we're going to do is we're going to Periscope 
uh, a few minutes before Gotham airs. So they kind of let everybody know about the live show and tune in after or after the Gotham on their YouTube channel. We're going to be streaming on YouTube. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. Periscope, pretty cool. We're, we're hopefully going to be using that a lot more. Yeah, definitely. We might even use that for, uh, I can even Periscope during while we're recording our uh dead edition. edition yeah you never know that's what happened be kind of cool um yeah I, I i've known about periscope for a little while now i've used it a couple times a few times myself and uh yeah it's pretty cool how it works and it's pretty yeah. easy to to get up and running so um look for that too we'll put that up on our social media pages too if you follow us you can especially on twitter if you follow people on twitter and they already have a periscope account they and they can you know you can find them pretty easily so all right so uh let's get into we haven't been to comics here in a while, and I gotta be honest with you. This week I was a little. It's tough. It's tough to find a book of the week. Um, yeah, it was. I, I, all of them were, eh, you know. I had I had one that definitely stood out because as I read it, I was like, "Holy crap!" Um, but Dave, why don't you go ahead and give us your pick of this week? Yeah, um, I, I, I I have to actually go back. Uh, I'd say, well, I'll say my other book that, I, but, but the, um, the one that I really enjoyed is, uh, going to Marvel, I gotta say, uh, and of course the Star Wars line, but Kanan, um, Kanan number six came out, uh, this being, uh, people know from either inside the force or this episode, this show, um, Real big on the Star Wars books, you know. A couple of them have kind of already started and gone, but Kanan's still going. Um, this is kind of showing the history of Kanan number six. So this and this continues on from still on, continuing on his trip back to the planet Collar. Um, the last few episode issues have been kind of him recollecting what happened during Order sixty six of the Clone Wars, surviving uh, his master getting killed. Um, how he kind of came about turning into from Caleb Doom to to uh, Kane and Jarrus, and and this is kind of now kind of catching up to the the present now, and him and the Ghost Crew are now on collar, kind of picking up some supplies for the the budding rebellion, um, which isn't really a rebellion yet, um, but they're picking up some things for Fulcrum, which. If if you guys watch the show, you guys know who Fulcrum is now. If you haven't, I won't even spoil it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, really cool. He kind of runs into a couple of those people you've seen in the past issues where when he was younger, so they they don't really recognize him. But um, you know, it's really him still struggling with, and it's it's weird because it's years later. It's fourteen, fifteen years after Episode Three, which which is the Clone Wars, the end of the Clone Wars. But um, he's still struggling with. And I guess this doesn't to me it doesn't really translate that much in the show yet, but he still struggles with who he is and who he's trying to be. Uh and he is haunted. This this shows a little bit more about the hauntings of his past and his him being a Jedi. Uh more so than it does in the show. And I think we're gonna see a lot more of that in season two of the show, which starts here in, in a few weeks. But at least in the first season he was he's all about being kind of just that smuggler or just that that rebel that's not part of a rebellion, but just kind of going against the empire on, on, on the down low, you know, in the shadows. So, um, but you, you, you know, you kind of get, 
the gist of uh, you kind of get a gist of that in this book, which is pretty cool, and it does help a lot with watching the show. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, great book, you know. Yeah, it, it would be. It's definitely one of my other titles for this week because Kanan, I've been reading that pretty consistently since this came out. I I really enjoyed that book. I like the storyline. I I really like where it's going. So I agree with you. That that's that's pretty close to my pick of the week as well. Um, it was a toss up. But yeah, I'm digging Kanan uh, as well. I really like that book. Um, but my before I get into my pick of the week, I did want to say real quickly that I did post about a week ago um, a book called Payback, The Paybacks. Um, posted on in the comics, and I did a quick real thing saying it was the easiest review I've ever had. Uh, easiest review ever. It was fucking awesome. Um, and the reason reason what the book is about, and Donnie Coates who who wrote the book, um, he also did a book. Um, for Dark Horse a while back that I really enjoyed. But this one is about, basically, it's a great concept. Um, superheroes is kind of has a Batman-esque type of character who has lots of money, but to be a superhero, it's very expensive. So you have to take out loans, and they are basically repo men, uh, these, these other characters who go do these superheroes to get back their money and or property. Um, it's funny. It's well-drawn. It's... it's uh, entertaining action action pack. So if you want something really different, go check out the pay, the paybacks from dark horse. But my pick of the week this week is death stroke. Number 10. That's what's number 10. Now this is the final, this is the final chapter of the God killer, which has been going on. Superman and Wonder woman have been helping and, or trying to stop death stroke, um, from killing, uh, I can't, I, I can never know these Greek names, um, Hephaestus Hef- or whatever his name, Lapius or something like that. Who, who anyway? He's broken out and he's got his. He's ready to kill. Um, you know, he's taking on Superman and One Woman. Uh, he's kind of helped t- started killing a bunch of the Amazonians, and when, so One Woman goes and takes care of them. Superman goes and takes care of everything else, and Deathstroke has to face the the god one on one. And what really struck me about this book is not. It's pretty typical. Uh, of a an action packed book like Deathstroke, where uh, he's fighting and you know there's a lot of the, I'm going to take over the world type of thing from the bad guy, and you know Deathstroke is still immortal, uh, and he could he could be killed. He's like you know, he, but he has his God Killer sword, and what he does at the end, and I won't spoil it because I was I was truly shocked at that last page. Um, it's cool. Cause it ties into the Deathstroke storyline because you know, when he, we started this book, he, I, I don't remember how it even happened, but he gets changed. He reverted back to his younger self. Yeah. He got yeah, injected he, with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So he's got, yeah. The, the one character at the very beginning of the book who helped him out, it was, I can't remember who he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he got he got injected. And he got his he got both eyes back, and he got his hair's darker now. And he's younger, and he's you know all that stuff. Well, they're taking steps now by the end of this issue to move him back towards um, the character that he is. It's a it's I gotta admit it's pretty it was pretty shocking for a DC book almost because it was pretty graphic. Uh, but uh, basically, at the end of the the fight when he, after, after he fights the God killer, um, the gods want a blood sacrifice and it's either his children and or himself. And the choice he makes at the end is just, it's, it's crazy. 
Um, Tony Daniel writes it. Uh, can't remember who the artist is on it because Tony Daniel's not actually drawing it, but still great artwork. I really, really dug it. So, uh, Deathstroke number 10, man, it was, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> for, for a DC book for sure, um, on a regular title. But, um, I, if you've been reading Deathstroke at all, I think this is a great storyline for him and it's been really cool. So, check that out for sure. And that, that was my other book. Um, that was my other book for you uh, that I was going to talk about was Destro because that was by far the next best book this week uh, behind Kanan. So, yeah, I totally agree. I, I had to, I went back and kind of, I, was, I wasn't caught up all the way, so I had to go back and read eight, eight and nine, I think, and breeze through the annual. The, an, the annual was like just this little side story that kind of delayed <laughs> what was yeah. going on. Um, but I was, uh, no, I was, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, uh, I was looking, I was looking up the art, Tyler Kirkham. Is that who? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's who did it. So yeah, you're right. And I love it. I, I like, I, I'm with you too. It's awesome. Yeah. I like his work. His work is, I mean, for, especially for Tony Daniel, who's his art, great artist in and of himself to have right. a guy, you know, draw what he's writing as well. Um, it looked, they look great. Um, so those were cool. I, I like how they interjected Superman and Wonder Woman, but still Deathstroke had to be the one to do the majority of like, you know, the God killing quote unquote, uh, that was going on. So I, I really dug that. Um, but again, you know, right. the, but again, we, you know, we kind of go back to that. This is the Superman suit, his original one. It is. And Wonder Woman. So, Time, you know, which I will I'll bring up later when I'm sure when we get to it. Um, the only other book I, that I read that I mean, the, the Flash came out this week, that was pretty that was okay. Um, but Grayson number 12, I haven't really read that book, but I saw a lot of comments about that book after it came out about how touching it was and great little storyline. So I ended up reading it real quick before the show, and uh, it was pretty cool, you know. Dick Grayson's gone back to Gotham. He tells everyone he's alive. Tells Red Hood. Tells Red Robin. Tells Damien. Tells Batgirl. Oh, nice. He's he's alive. Um, and why he had to hide himself. And he also, what's really cool at the very beginning, um, Alfred brings him to Bruce Wayne. And as you know, in the comic books, Bruce Wayne, you know, Alfred has basically told Bruce Wayne, "Hey, you're just Bruce Wayne," because he's lost his memory of being Batman. So he's like, "You're just Bruce Wayne," and he dresses up. Uh, Dick Grayson, this, this, uh, you know, disguise and brings him in to talk to Bruce Wayne. And he has this, like, it's kind of cool. Cause every, every character he interacts with, he has like a panel where there's all these thought balloons outside of, the, of this one single picture. And they're all like conversations he's had with all these characters, um, that gives a little insight. Um, you know, and, and what was really interesting was that his only question to Bruce without exposing who he is or what, who you know who Bruce Wayne really is is Batman. All he asked him is that he said you know now that you don't have your memory because Bruce is like I don't remember you I'm sorry but you know t- did we have a fight or something like that he's like no 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 we were great friends and um, but he ends up basically just asking Bruce Wayne are you happy now and Bruce is like yeah well you know I sleep better I sleep at night and I, I hear the birds chirping outside and seems like he's a happy guy so so Dick doesn't want to ruin that, but something happens after that conversation, but then he goes to everybody else. Um, and there's and spirals coming after Dick Grayson now, not to kill him, 
but to bring him back into spiral because apparently, and I haven't been keeping up with Grayson, so I, I can't speak much on this, but apparently at some point at this point, when he comes back to Gotham, um, you know, he's, 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 he's I guess he, he, he's left spiral. He's like, he's done with spiral. Um, but spiral wants to bring him back. So he has this kind of hello and goodbyes. Hey, I'm still alive. Don't worry about me. You know, everyone's not happy about it. You know, Red Hood's really pissed off that he lied to him and all this other stuff. But it was a, it was a kind of a cool issue. It was it was interesting to see, and it's gonna lead it's gonna lead up to um, some solicitations that have come out down the road here. Is the Robin Wars? Um, there's a big storyline coming out. I believe it's probably December. I think it's called the Robin Wars, where I, I don't know the quite storyline, but now we've kind of had a. You know, everyone's coming back together. Robins are being very big right now, especially with book uh, We Are Robin, the the other book that's out there with the teenagers who are going around. That's been a pretty cool book. But yeah, um, yeah Grayson Twelve is is was, number number twelve was uh, yeah, it was a good book. I, I I enjoyed that this week. It was a nice, touching little reconnection with all the Bat family, and he realizes you know regardless of what happens, these people always have my back, and I'll always come back to them. Um, and Damien, his reunion with Damien was probably the best, I think. Uh, it was really cool because Damien, you know, when Dick left, Damien died. <laughs> so their first interaction when they see each other was, was is just, you're alive, you're alive. <laughs> so they both realized they're both alive. And uh, so it was a cool, and Damien wasn't nearly as upset as everybody else about uh, Dick lying to him. So uh, all in all, that was the cool issue. Um, anything else that struck you this week? Uh, no, not comic wise. That I mean, like you said, it was a very light week at the you know, end of the month kind of thing. So, um, you know, nothing. There was nothing from Image that I read that came out. So, there wasn't. You know, from Image, I've been really kind of surprised because there's a lot of books I do read from Image. Um, and this week was very yeah. light on the books that I read from Image generally. So. I was like, eh, and I don't, and honestly, outside of Star Wars stuff right now, I'm not reading anything Marvel. I've kind of gotten to the point where they're going to reboot basically their universe, I believe in December is when it reboots, uh, where they come out with all their new number ones of all their books, and, and I'm kind of just, I'll still read Secret Wars and Civil War right now, but outside of that, I'll just wait for the new number ones to come out, and I'll start, I'll see how that, how I, how I you know, whether or not I can uh, get on board with all that stuff, but I've just kind of I've kind of lost my interest in most of that stuff. So outside of outside of anything, I read all the Star Wars stuff, but that's about it from Marvel right now. So I can't speak to too much on the Marvel side of things until they reboot their universe. And once they do, I'll read some more. But for now, for now, I'm pretty much uh, DC and uh, Star Wars and Image. Uh, all right, so. If we have nothing else, we got a little bit of news. We had a lot. Of, there was a lot of news I wrote down last week, actually, because a lot of stuff is coming out. The reason why we call this episode "Fall Starts Now" is that Gotham started last week. Um, Walking Dead starts on October 11th. Flash and Arrow start respectively on the 6th and the 7th of October. So we're about two weeks away from almost everything that week of that week of October, the 6th, 7th, the 11th. That whole week there is going to be massive for shows start coming out um so we're gearing up for that i think we we talked about several uh, 
couple of issues ago was kind of changing our format a little bit. We're still going to talk comics, but we're going to, instead of having special episodes and variants and all that kind of stuff, we're just going to focus on a lot of the comic book TV stuff. Cause there's a ton coming out. Supergirl's coming out. Um, you know, yeah. flash arrow, I zombie, even I, I watch I zombie. I really like that first season. So I'm looking forward to that as well. We got Gotham. Um, Shield. let's, let's, yeah, let's make a decision on Shield right now because I gotta be. This is one of the news things. I'll just jump into that part of the news right now. Agents of Shield has had a bunch of season three promos coming out. Has there been one that you've watched so far, or have you watched any of them, where you've been like, <laughs> "Wow, I'm excited about Shield coming on season three? Because outside of the, the like, they're kind of big. Their big teaser they had where they first showed the sh- the silhouette of Lash who's an inhuman, you know, the spiky, you know, um, outside of that, I've, uh, and even yesterday it was like, there's a clip of shield. And I was like, I better check that out. And I was kind of like, nothing is just nothing. <laughs> that show is just really starting to lose. I mean, I, I probably said this a million times, but it is really starting to, I'll still watch it. But I'm like, mm, it's probably my, it is. Well, no doubt. It's my least favorite show feels like more of a chore to watch it, actually, than <laughs> if I want to do it in the podcast, I might not watch it at all, honestly. Gotta be, I'm just, just saying. But uh, have you seen anything so far from season three promos where you're just like, yeah, this is going to be an awesome season? Uh, I think I've seen one. Um, I haven't seen them all, but uh, you know, I've seen some of the imagery, the posters they're putting out there. I mean, I... Um I mean, the short answer is no. I, it doesn't make me all that more excited. Uh, I am feeling like it's going in a a better direction with the Inhuman stuff. Uh, it seems like there's going to be more powers involved, and you know, I don't know. D- does it? Do I feel like the show is going to be better? Probably not. Maybe a little bit more entertaining, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah I don't no I, nothing nothing I've seen or heard is making me uh, I mean by far that's on the bottom of my DVR list so I I will get to it after I watch all the other shows so but I do want to watch it because you know I still want to kind of be involved and see the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of thing still so you know well um I mean but if it's just awful yeah then I'll start I'll stop watching it for sure. Yeah, this will be the season that makes or breaks it for me. If they don't like do some big things or just really hook me somehow with the, because I'm, I'm, I've said this millions of times on the show. I'm a big fan of the Inhumans, um, but it's taken so long to get this point where now you know Sky is now Quake and she's got her outfit and yeah. you know the the shield isn't divided anymore. They're not fighting against each other. Um, so we'll see. With inhuman humans becoming more a big factor in this this show, but yeah, this is gonna be the season that breaks or breaks it for me. Um, from a couple of weeks ago, when I had kind of a news layout going, um, Legends of Tomorrow, which is the the new book, the show on the CW, um, had our first look at Hawkman and Hawk Girl, and quite honestly, I'll tell you, this goes back this goes back to Smallville when. They had Hawkman on Smallville. Hawkman's a hard character to have a costume for, honestly. You know, he's 
because in the comic books he looks awesome, but how, you know how does that translate to real life? So we got our first look at Hawkman and Hawk Girl from Legends of Tomorrow. And so, what was your first impressions of that when you saw those outfits? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, see that show. See the see the uh, the, the you know the interpretations of those two characters because because yeah, I don't know I don't know really much at all of. of Hawkman, Hawkgirl. You know, Hawkgirl was a big part of the Justice League animated series. Mm-hmm. You know, she was one of the founding members of that uh, that show, uh, which was which was different. You know, having her involved in that. But uh, but yeah, my my real kind of live ac- only live action kind of stint is, is Smallville, where they had Hawkman. They didn't bring on. They had one episode I think where they had a flashback of Hawkgirl or something like that on there. Yeah, but she. But she had been killed, you know, um, and I guess not reincarnated yet, or maybe so, and he hasn't found her yet. But, but uh, the guy they had played, the guy they had that played Hawkman on Smallville was fantastic. Uh, he was good. I liked him as Hawkman a lot. Yeah, he, he was, was cool. really good, and he had some great scenes with Oliver, you know, with mm-hmm. Justin Harley, and um, no, so I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm it's interesting that. They're they're bringing them on there. I don't know, you know, I don't know where they're going to end up, but I guess there was there's there's there was rumors about a Hawk Girl spinoff show or something like that. But mm-hmm. you know, you got a glimpse of her at the end of the Flash yep. season finale. So, um, but I'm a, but this show still isn't hitting until next year, I think, right? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it won't it won't be our it won't be on our fall lineup uh, as far as I know. But uh, those images came out, and you know, I was kind of like, yeah. You know, I actually liked them too. I thought the costumes look good. Um, yeah. Like I, said, I think Haw- I think Hawkman and Hawker are hard to pull off as far as live action characters, but I think they looked really good. And I'm excited for when that show does come out because it looks like you know we got Vandal Savage and it's going to have some cool characters coming into that show. So I'm I'm excited for that. And did um, I and did I read it right that it's it's really only going to be one season? I. I thought I Possibly. read somewhere that it's only going to be one season, and then you know I feel like it sounds like they're going to do one season of that, then possibly do something else with maybe one of the characters here, which is that rumored Hot Girl show or something like that, and then maybe who knows, maybe a you know White Canary show pops up or you know I don't know I don't right. know but it seems like which I think is a good idea I, I don't think it's I don't know you know. There's so many superhero shows. I mean, this is going to be CW is basically third. DC is basically third uh, connected t- mm. TV show, you know. And at some point, does it get watered down, you know? So, you know, where you have three shows going that are connected, you know, I don't know. That, that That's a little risky. So it's good that they're actually waiting for this maybe. And it's only going to be probably, you know, eight to ten episodes maybe or something like that. Maybe mm. 13 tops. But... um but yeah, I, well, I guess they, I, well, I guess they're connecting Constantine, so maybe that's part of their world now, you know. Yeah. With, but uh, but I, I think uh, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, me too. I, I don't I don't know as far as how many if it if it's guaranteed to just one season, but um, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll play have a little bit of play it by ear type of thing. See how people react to it. If it does get watered down, if it does get watered down, hey, you know, you do one season, you you do a spinoff show of single characters and they really haven't done like these, they haven't done a a lot of, well, since flash and arrow, they haven't done a lot of big, you know, team up 
situations. And, you know, they had crossovers between Flash and Arrow and kind of a big big thing with all the villains, you know, with when they were involved. But they haven't done, like, a whole show that's with all these characters. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, reminding me of to, today, actually, uh, they released – I don't know if you've seen this or not. We haven't talked to this talked about this prior. Um, the Jessica Jones series on Netflix – they released a new trailer, an actual trailer with Kristen Ritter, or at least what we assume could be Kristen Ritter. Uh, it's a very short little teaser, but uh, did, you, did you watch the teaser? You're talking about the one where the clock is on the yep. mantle? Mm-hmm. Yes, was, I, mm-hmm. I did. Now, I figured you were going to talk about this, so I need you to tell me, because I don't. we've never really talked about it, and maybe tell people that are listening, but I don't know anything about Jessica Jones. So who, who um, is Jessica Jones? Well, before I put my foot in my mouth, give me a second. <laughs> okay. I don't want to I mean, say anything I, I'm gathering wrong. a little bit from what I've read a little bit that she, this is kind of like she was a former superhero or something like that. And uh, and now she's kind of, because the show's called, or she's called AKA Jessica Jones, right? Like she used to be a superhero and now she's not. And she's trying to get make it back or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know much yeah, about for, her or her powers or for, anything. For what I, from what I can remember from the comic books, um, there was a thing way back when uh, called Heroes for Hire, and that was Luke Cage um, and Jessica Jones, as far as I can tell, um, she was married to Luke Cage in the comic books. She was part of the New Avengers at one uh-huh. point. Um, she has used the aliases Jewel, Nitrous, and Power Woman. Um, so... Obviously, she's powerful. She could fly, apparently, things like that. So, I don't know where this falls in in the the world of uh, you know the DC, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or even TV, you know with Daredevil and all that kind of stuff. But we all know that at least with Daredevil, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting that they start off the trailer by saying that she's in Hell's Kitchen, and we all know that all these Netflix shows are leading to a Defenders kind of movie with Luke Cage, right. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Iron Fist. Um, so all those characters coming together. So they all, they're all kind of in that little bubble that, that is the Netflix series. Um, but all I can, honestly, all I can really remember is from anything I've read from Marvel about her was, yeah, she was married to Luke Cage. Um, and, you know, she's just kind of been spread out throughout the Marvel Universe and, storyline she's she I mean she was in you know civil war and young avengers and um secret invasion some of the bigger marvel storylines but they were you know that was a that was pretty much all you know all the characters um so as far as like who she is or what she does that i mean my knowledge is pretty limited as well i don't have a huge expanding but she you know she's pretty powerful as a character um Really, all I really remember from her with Luke Cage is she was always trying to protect her their their child, um, and yeah, I think they had a kid at one point. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, so, um, well, she's according to the teaser, she's obviously very strong. So, <laughs> exactly, which which was a cool little. I thought it was a cool trailer actually because she looks like at least from. You know the booze bottles on the floor and her clothes and all this stuff. She seems like a very flawed character. Yeah. Um. And she, you know, living in Hell's Kitchen. So I'm not sure that she's even 
in a relationship with Luke Cage at this point, you know, as far as, you know, his show that's going to be coming out. So that's really, all I know about that, but I mean, did, did it make you want to, did, did you watch it and go, oh, that'd be kind of cool. You know, are you well, going to watch the what, Jessica Jones stuff? Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think it's going to be good. You know, I mean, what, what's making me watch it is the success and how good Daredevil was. So knowing that it's more directly connected to that, um, yeah, that's what's making me watching it because Daredevil was honestly f- freaking awesome. Daredevil was awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two of that, you know, with Punisher on there. Yep. Uh, Shane from The Walking Dead is yeah, Punisher. So John, that's good. John Berthold or something like that. Uh, that that's a good choice for Punisher and that. Uh, so, 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 that, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's really why I'm watching. I don't, you know, the promo, it was short, sweet, pretty cool, but um, I, I like in, I'm liking those to- the tone of those shows, you know, which is very, to me in a way, it's very DC, you know, it's very dark, mm-hmm. very gritty. It's not like the cinematic Marvel Cinematic Universe where it's fun and kind of bright and uh and all that. So it's my 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 sort of genre and show. So I I, I feel like I'm gonna like those series is a lot more. Especially what's happening like with Shield, you know, Shield's kind of being more like the movies, but even kind of campier, right? But, uh, yeah. But these these are the shows. These are good shows that are on there. Very yeah, very much like Arrow and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely hope Jessica Jones falls into the more the Daredevil style of Marvel Marvel you know TV. So um, so quickly before we move on to what the last thing I have on here. Um, there has been a lot of Flash and Arrow promos for the seasons coming up. Um, I saw something yesterday about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, about uh, some of their special effects, things like that, how they, you know... Yeah. Real all cool. all the, C- the CG of all that stuff with, uh, you know, the fight between Barry Allen and Professor Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, so far from what I've seen, I'll, I'll give my take on it real quick and I'll let you speak to it dave but from everything i've seen from the promos and stuff like that especially with like adam smasher coming on the first episode of flash who is this cool character from justice society of america um i i'm i'm pumped for what's coming because it seems like they, they had a lot of stuff going on uh it just seems like they're up, up in their game even more each time but uh what did you think what have you thought of all the promos they've had for flash and arrow so far i i love the way they i really do like the way they market their promos every year uh they always kind of stick to a theme and they they run with those themes and uh arrow and flash you know it's just just the way they're the way they're shooting their shows man it's good i think you know i think a lot of Arrow fans would say that this was a season three was a down year. You know, they it was probably their their least. I guess I don't know. I, I just some people are saying that it wasn't as good as the first two seasons, which it could be argued. But I feel like with um, I feel like with with Arrow and with Flash, it seems like they listen to their fans and they adjust. And they give them what everybody wants. And, you know, this season, it seems like, you know, I think, I feel like people have been asking, like, 
ever since the Flash during first season one and the whole uh, reverse Flash came in, or you know, I think there was a lot of questions on wait, is it is there gonna be? Are we ever gonna see like a multiverse? Are we ever gonna see like Earth two and all? That? Well, yeah, you are. Um, you know, Jay Garrick's coming on yeah, the show, cool. so. No, it's it's great. It's uh for anybody that's in love with DC Comics and and Flash and Arrow and Green Arrow and all that stuff, we're getting Green Arrow, you know. So it's it's exciting. It's by far the the most anticipated shows in my book for me. Yeah, me too. I, I've loved again. I've loved all the promos that have come out about this, so I'm pretty excited about it. Which is which is why I asked the question about the Shield promos because oh, Jesus, I'm pulling my little stand here because. My kids make everything disappear. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, with all the, the, all the promos that have been coming out, that I just wanted to kind of differentiate between you know the promos we've seen from other shows and how excited we are about some of this stuff. That said, uh, on Saturday, it was Batman Day. If you didn't know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because you should know that. It's an important fact when Batman Day is, um, I went out with my family. I actually saw a, I actually saw a movie, an adult movie, for the first time ever. <laughs> I think I don't mean that in a bat, you know, like an X-rated way. Uh, <laughs> saw a movie without the kids with my wife. I saw Black Mass, um, the Johnny Depp movie about Whitey, Whitey Bulger. Highly recommend it. Johnny Depp is. He should win an Oscar for this role. You did. You would not know it was Johnny Depp. You got lost in his character. But um, it just brought me up to some things that came out. Uh, it was either on Batman. I think it was on Batman Day. Um, there's been rumors. It's not been confirmed, but there's been rumors that uh, Batman for Superman is going to have. Uh, they're going to debut two minute long teasers near the end of October. The first will be on the Super. There'll be two themed ones, one Superman, one Batman. The Superman themed one will be set to air technically, as far as we know, on Monday, October 26th on Super on CBS Supergirl. We're gonna air that on there. And then the second will be on, on Gotham the very same night on Fox. Uh, the Batman version of it. And that's going to lead to one big full trailer with both of them um, that's going to be hitting theaters around Thanksgiving for either Creed, Spectre, or The Hunger Games maybe all three, who knows? So now that, that rumor's out there, what do you think about that? Like, I think, I think that would be an amazing idea. Like show the Superman part of it during Supergirl. So the Batman one during Gotham, then bring them all together in the theater. I think that's a killer idea. What do you think about it? I think it's pretty, pretty freaking brilliant to be honest. Um, I wish they would, just, I wish they would debut the trailer maybe the following week on both shows. I think that would be killer. Yeah, you know, that'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. But you got to wait almost a month. But uh, but no, I think it's brilliant. Now, the un the unbrilliant side of it, um, I'm still a little confused on why. I don't know if DC had a say in it, but why those shows are running the same day, the same time. They're both Mondays at eight o'clock on different networks. So, a little confused by that. I would, I would think you would try to get, you know, comic book fans to to not be tuned into the same time. You know what I mean? So, only question is that. So, I, so I, I you know, I've got to be watching because we do the 
because we do Gotham, the after Gotham show. So uh, I got to watch Gotham. So I'm going to have to DVR the Supergirl pilot and watch that later. So, but, uh, but I think it's a brilliant idea. I mean, you know, we, we had heard about, it's been a while. We've heard about themed trailers coming, you know, Batman themed, Superman themed. So this is, I guess, the what's coming. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we're only, what, six months away from that movie? I mean, yep. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. But even better than that, we're only, or, well, it's almost October. It's only two months till uh, Star Wars. 81 days. We've had the you know we had Force Friday. It seems like everybody's really excited about everything that's been coming out, um, and yeah, that's going to be huge. Uh, getting closer, and closer to it. Hopefully, we have a new trailer soon. Um, probably around Thanksgiving, I would imagine uh, to yeah. really start promoting it. You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, look forward to that. All right, um, and you guys have been really good. I think part of the reason we you know made sure that we did a podcast tonight uh, is because we had our Twitter followers uh we had a uh let's talk about the twitter question of the week we're gonna bring that back uh if you've got any questions you want answered during the show go go to twitter and use the hashtag itc question and you'll have your chance to be our twitter question of the week our twitter question of the week this week is from at got a petri which i think is awesome because it's nathan r petri um and and he said in hopes uh in hopes that we get a podcast soon. Curious on Court of Owls on Gotham and the first few issues of Bat Jim, which is an interesting way to put that. But uh, so he's asking about. Uh, there's been rumors out there that uh, Court of Owls is coming to Gotham. Um, you know, Goth- Court of Owls has been a completely Scott Snyder thing. It's really what launched him into his run on Batman. Um, and now there's rumors out there that. Uh, they will be coming to Gotham at some point. I don't know if, it, if it's going to be very, very soon, but in the near future. Um, so let's tackle that question first. Dave, what's your take since you're always on the Gotham after Gotham? Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, Court of Owls coming to Gotham? I think it's uh, – I I think it's a very valid rumor. I think uh, – I think um, – I mean – to be honest, in the end, I think it is going to show up on there. I think Court of the Owls is going to show up on there. I think um, this character, gosh, and it escapes me because we talked, we already talked about it last week, but the new character that's on there, I think he's got to have ties to um, the Court of the Owls. So, um, so I think it's very, um, and I think it's very good. I think it's you know, I think it's okay because Court of the Owls is is obviously very new. Um, it debuted in the new 52 created by, uh, Scott Schneider, you know, on the Batman books, uh, which has become, which basically set off his, you know, career, I guess on Batman. I mean, I mean, he had done some Batman before, but, you know, take over this book and, and hit the first, his first storyline with that. Just awesome. I mean, he hit it out of the park. I mean, this, this thing came out of nowhere and, you know, uh, it was such a good struggle for Batman, you know, and now I don't know whether or not the Talons will be a part of it necessarily, but mm-hmm. you know, having an underground secret society that's been running Gotham all these years. I mean, that's, you know, it's almost like, well, it's almost like it's like, well, duh, of course. 
Right. Know, how, how could this place be that corrupt and not have an underground right, you know, exactly. group running it? So, you know, I think it's going to be cool to have this on there. And then, and then you know, it'd be, it'd be, I guess it'd be something whether or not Bruce kind of finds out about it at all or if that's something maybe his father knew or something like that. I don't know. Or, mm-hmm. um, so it'd be interesting to know if he doesn't run into it until actually he becomes Batman. But, um, but no, it's, it should be, it should be part of it and I think it's going to be I don't know about this season maybe it's going to be introduced towards the end of the season maybe but um, because this is more about the villains it seems like they're really hitting on you know like Joker and uh, Barba being a villain somehow you know and and Penguin taking control of Gotham and you know Sinekal part of his crew you know know, Riddler having his psychotic break going on so um that, it seems like it's going to be more about them than it is about the court this season, though. Yeah, the the, the Court of Owls, you know, that was, again, like we said, that, that was Scott Snyder's first kind of big villain. It was a huge reveal in the Batman universe in general because Batman is one of the few books, uh, in, you know, in the New 52 that hasn't done a huge, you know, divergence from its original timeline. So to have Bruce, and, and you brought up a good point, Um I would think as a, as, as a comic book reader, I would like to see the Court of Owls be a kind of behind-the-scenes type of thing um, where Bruce doesn't know about it because it really makes it a much stronger impact in the books when he's already Batman to find out that his, you know, the city that he's loved forever and the city he's trying to protect and everything else actually has a group that's been running it all along and even yeah. in his own you know, buildings of his father's and buildings that he owns and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was a cool twist on the whole, that, that, that villain. So, um, yeah, I, I'd like to see it more like Bruce would know about it. So he is Batman, but you know, Gotham is taking its kind of its own little road. So, um, all in all, I think it's a, it'd be cool to see. Um, I do. I'm like you. I think that with all the, promo stuff we've seen for this season of Gotham there's a lot of it is more about the villains and the individual characters and where Barbara's going to be going because I think at some point you got to have Barbara get back with Jim some way some shape or form because she's got to have James Gordon Jr. who's going to be a serial killer because he's he's really the killer of the family um I hope they don't divert from that too much I thought it was interesting that Barbara's in a prison with a bunch of men (laughs) on the show. Um, I know. Don't they, don't they have like a women's side, a women's board? I think they would have a women's only prison and a men's only prison. Because, because that's where Doc, happened. that's where Doc Lee Tompkins, I think worked. Right. And then she came yeah. over from there. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I'm not yeah. sure why, why Barbara's walking in a room full of men. I know. Um, in a prison. So I don't, I don't know. But anyway, um, so the second question we have is what, what are our impressions of the first few issues? I, you know, I guess that's, how, I don't know how far we're going to go with that because we're almost at issue 44. Is 44 coming up soon? Or 40, 45? Um, yeah. Our, our thoughts of Bat Jim, which is, you know, as you know, in the comic books, Jim Gordon has now become Batman. He's in the suit um, of armor. That's more, you know, gear. It's, you know, it's, it's his suit he lives in. It crosses all the books detective and all that stuff he's been involved in all, you know everything that's been going on so um what are your thoughts on jim gordon being batman while bruce wayne is has amnesia and doesn't realize he used to be batman 
I mean, I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. I, I you know I'm I'm looking forward to the time when we get Batman back. But you know, I've it's, you know what we had Court of the Owls, we had. Oh, but it was basically Night of the Owls. We had Death of the, Death of the Family. Um, year one, or yeah, year one. Um, zero year. I mean, zero year. Sorry, yeah. Good job. That's weird. I had, my power just all went out. Um, I know. You went, you went, I had like a little night vision thing going on, on my screen here. Weird. <laughs> <All of a sudden. laughs> uh, but yeah, we had zero year, and then it was yeah. So uh, what, what I'm getting at is Schneider has knocked it out of the park every time. Uh, I I I dread the day that he is not doing Batman anymore. Um, so whatever he's doing, I'm following, and I'm I'm, I'm behind because um, just excited. I think he's just a fantastic writer. Uh, I think he's nailing Batman, and um. We'll see how it incorporates later on down the line with you know Just League and what's happening with Just League of America and all that stuff and uh, which you know I wanted to read too real quick. The, there's, I don't know if you saw that tweet by Jeff Johns the other day, but he says um, he said our first big Just League Just League America crossover next year as the books come together. Very psyched. So ah, no, I did not see that. So those books are in the same canon, and they will eventually, you know, intersect and and kind of catch up with each other somehow. So I guess they they got the plan together. So I so all this stuff is happening with Batman. All this stuff is happening with Superman. It all gets resolved probably with you know Green Lantern too. I know you know Russell Berger's you know big Green Lantern guy, and he's wondering where you know how that's gonna factor in you know because there is some mistakes you know i guess that maybe they're out there maybe some misprints and whatnot but in the end it's all going to come together i think and, and get explained hopefully yeah um as far as bat jim goes you know much like you I'm, a, I'm i've loved everything snyder has written and i'm not you know when when this whole thing happened you know was, i don't know if there's a huge controversy but you know there were a lot of uh, people like, you know, what's with the robo Batman? What's with the, you know, bunny eared Batman, just all this different stuff about it. And so far from what I've read and everything that's been crossing over, um, you know, I trust in Scott Snyder and his vision of what is, I'm sure there's a bigger plan behind this. Um, I like the fact that, you know, Jim is dedicated to being, you know, I think there's a whole, there's a, uh, kind of an interesting tension between, uh, Jim Gordon and, and Barbara at this point, because <laughs> he reveals to her that he's Batman. And yeah. um, it just, it just you know, I'm sure there's a bigger plan involved. So I'm not nearly as upset as some people have been about uh, Bat Jim. Um, I do feel that the consistency of where his skill set lies, and this may be just, again, kind of a continuity timeline situation, where it seems like in Detective, he's very, you know, he's getting a butt kicked all over the place. You know, he, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and Batman, he seems a little bit for, more formidable as a as Batman. Um, and, you know, Batgirl and things like that. He's just kind of, kind of, every, he's always feeling his way around. And um, so we'll see wh- where it all goes. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm much like you. I, I feel confident in what Snyder's doing. I have, he's yet to fail us on any of the Batman storylines he's come up with. So 
I'm sure this is going to be going somewhere pretty cool too. So uh, I like I like Bad Jim. That's fine. You know, well, I like how it's all kind of playing out, and uh, I mean, even Batman, Superman, all that kind of stuff is still crossing yeah. over to, to what's going on. So <clears throat> obviously a much bigger plan involved and at John's tweet, which I did not see. That's an interesting little take there because we've talked about this a little bit before, but um, you know, everyone was confused when the, what they call now DCU um, it has come out and they, you know, it was at all after um, their last event that they had that kind of changed, supposed to change certain storylines. Um, but obviously there's a bigger plan in place that, you know, and we've been told that trust us, everything will come together. Everything will make sense. Everything will come, you know, it, it'll all wa- wash out in the end. So don't be worried too much. So you got to kind of stick with like just whatever the story is um, that you're dealing with and look at the bigger picture a little bit later down the line. Uh, so again, thank you for got a Petrie for sending in that question. Be sure to, uh, you know, again, if you have any questions about any of the books or anything, we'll, we'll research it and see what's going on, but just go uh, follow us on Twitter in the comics and hashtag ITC question. You could be our Twitter question of the week. All right. Uh, so as far as next week, to be honest with you, I, it looks like a little, another light week, a lot of annuals. Um, yeah. And annuals are, they're fine, but you know, more, they're still in that realm of, they don't really, you don't really need to read it again. You could have, you could have, you could have not read the Deathstroke annual, although they'll reference it in issue 10, you know, to go back and find out what this little nugget was. Um, but you know, annuals are a break for most people, most writers and artists to kind of, uh, have a month where they can do something else or take a break and somebody else writes a story. They can just kind of insert into that whole, whatever the canon is or whatever the storyline is at the time. Uh, more often than not, they seem like kind of one shots. There's a lot of that going on. So is there anything that, uh, coming out next week that you've been excited about at all? Like, uh, I'm- I mean, the two books that aren't annuals that are coming out that I'm excited about are justice league 44 and Superman 44. So, um, just like obviously being part of the dark side war still and then Superman being the whole, you know, there it's the truth tie in part of, uh, of what's going on there. I'm real. I've, like I said, I, last time, I think really, really actually like what's going on with Superman as far as if you, if you really follow each individual title, like action comics, Superman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, and Superman, they're all nece- not necessarily tied together. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to, you can, you could stick with the one, cause they're, but they're all hitting on the same, you know, first was justice, then it was like alienation and um, then now it's truth or something like that. So and then I think there's one other one, but, uh, but if you just stuck with one, you know, you, it's kind of neat what's happening in each one of them, um, different storylines and dealing with his powers, lack of powers and whatnot. So, so excited about that one. Excited about Just League, of course, love Just League right now too, so. Yeah, I, I'm same thing. Um, Just League 44. There was a preview up, preview out that hit the web. Um, Dark Side War is going on. I really like Dark Side War. I think it's very interesting storyline. Um, I think it's just crazy how you know Batman is now 
a new god. Um, yeah, it, it really went. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, Superman. Um, after reading Grayson, I'll probably read Grayson number annual number two just to kind of see where it goes. And I've been reading Aquaman, um, and the cover of Aquaman number forty four looks fairly interesting. Again, covers don't always tell the story, but it looks like we got Aquaman and uh, Mara in a kiss. And Mara's got a knife behind Aquaman's back. So, who knows? Uh, who knows? It's, it, their, their, their relationship is on the rocks. It's got a little, a little rocky there for them. Um, all right. So, uh, anything else? I, I, I got one more thing, but do you have anything else uh, you haven't talked about that you want to talk about? Um, no, I think I'm good. Um I don't think I'm good. I think we mentioned everything. Check us out right, on well, uh, you know, ITC Dead Edition this week after we watch uh, Walk, Fear of the Walking Dead and review that on video. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like again, I told you before the show that Twitter, I think I got a spoiler. And it wasn't like a, a very specific thing, but I've tweeted something like this before with The Walking Dead after realizing after the fact I tweeted it, that I spoiled something for somebody. Um, but just what was tweeted, I saw online after the show aired, I was like, damn it. Like, yeah. It's my own fault. I don't, I don't blame people who tweeted. I shouldn't have been on Twitter. Um, Cause I have a lot, I follow a lot of, you know, walking dead and walking the fear of the walking dead people. Um, but it seems like after episode number five, we're going to have some stuff to talk about. Episode number five might be a little longer on the video because I think something big is going to happen. Um, but quickly, I just saw this, and this kind of came out late today. Um, Jared Leto uh, was on he was on tour with uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, and somebody in the crowd was wearing a Batman T-shirt. <laughs> and he literally referenced that audience member by saying, this is via Batman News, um, it's a cool site, check that out, um, to follow anything like that. But he said, and I quote, and to the wise guy who turned up in a Batman shirt, you're really brave, deadpanned Leto, before letting out a deranged laugh referencing his upcoming role in Joker and the Suicide Squad. Quote, I can't wait for you to see this. They're going to lock me away in a box after this movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this is going to be our most um psychotic crazy violent joker we've seen so far um and that's saying a lot uh but i think if anyone could do it leto could but uh yeah i thought it was kind of cool I, I just recently saw that um come across the wire so uh he said his his Joker will be pretty freaking deranged, and we've already seen it in the trailer. So apparently, there's a lot more involved in that, but uh, it's going to be very disturbing, I think, for this Joker. <laughs> so, what do you think we year that? Like he, like can you imagine being like, I mean, you know, he, he plays a pretty big crowd of people in his in Thirty Seconds to Mars when he plays, and for him to pick out a guy who's wearing a Batman shirt like during the concert to say that. That's awesome. That's 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 a guy that's embracing the role and and understanding the the fandom that comes with it, you know. And um, 
I think that's awesome. And I think, uh, I think we are going to, I mean, I, I, you know, there were so many haters also when Heath Ledger was announced and even when they saw the first images of him, but man, I mean, the guy won an Oscar doing it, you know? And, uh, now a lot of that had to do maybe with the fact that he died, but, um, but he was a fantastic Joker and this, even though it's going to be different, it's got the potential to being fantastic in its own right. And I, and, and I mean, there's no denying he's a great actor. Jared Leto is a fantastic actor. So Mm, absolutely, you know, and that's the thing about this DC stuff, man. I mean, it's, I mean, if you really think about it, there's there's some massive talent that's signing on to these movies, you know, I mean, massive talent. So, you know, uh, I think that they have a very good laid out plan. Um, there's been arguments about that, but I think they know what they want to do. They know what they're putting out there. And I think that they've got a plan over these, all these movies. And I think it's going to come together really, really well, really well. I concur. I think it'll be an awesome thing. So great um, time to be a comic book fan. Absolutely. Um, considering print comic books are, I mean, they're still doing pretty well. I think sales have been hot, the highest they've been in you know, like, like 10 years, 10, 15 years. So, um, so it's a cool thing. All right. So, uh, last final thoughts. Well, my final thought is, uh, I, I don't know how, I don't know how we're going to have to work it out for next week, but I am, uh, oh, yeah. going You're... on vacation and next, next week I'm leaving Friday heading to Disney world. Yeah. Taking the kids to Disney World. So it's exciting. It's very exciting. We've been planning this trip since back in like freaking May or something like that. Uh so I'm I'm excited. Um you know, be taking a little bit of a break before we hit the grand run and for our busiest work time really is towards the end of the year. So be good to get away and uh yeah, unfortunately I'm gonna have to watch like I'm going to have to watch the premieres <laughs> of these shows down there. When we get back in the room, I have to log in the CW and watch <laughs> Flash and watch Arrow. And uh, I'll be back for Walking Dead. So uh, I'll be back on Thursday. So I'll be back for that. But um, but is, is that next week? Flash and Arrow is what's debuts next week, I think? It, um, Sixth and seventh or something like that, I think. Sixth right? and seventh. So yeah. actually, well, actually, next next week – um, it'll be, it'll be not be next Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, but the following Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. I mean the week I'm gone, the following yeah, exactly. week. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause Wednesday's the 30th and yeah. Um, so I'll be gone be, actually for the finale of fear of the walking dead. So you will be, I'll have to watch it down there or, you know, on the, on the AMC after the next day or something like that, like you do. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. All right, my my final thought is: if you like dark, gritty crime, gangster dramas, go see Black Mass. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, four stars to me for sure on that movie. All right, so it's time to bag and board this issue. Send us your thoughts, comments, and questions to info at in the comics, or hit us up on Twitter, Tumblr, or Facebook. Uh, get all those links at inthecomics.com. Follow Dave on Twitter at dcottingham twenty one, and follow me at director four two one. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Um, and tune into our 
Tune into our new video show in the comics, Dead Edition, and also check out After Gotham at aftergotham.com to see uh, what Dave, Corey, and Chad think about. Hopefully, I'll be on the show soon. I'm yep. sure I'll be on the set at some point. So uh, this this season. So check that out. Um, tune in next week for issue number 103 and get in the mix. Thanks, guys, for all your questions and all your attention and stick with the show. We really appreciate it. For Mr. David Cunningham. Have a good week, everybody. I'm Russell Johnson, and this is In the Comics. This has been a production of the 21 Network. For more great podcasts, visit 21network.com. To view additional content, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 21network. Follow us on Twitter at 21network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network, for the fan and all of us.